0: Hello and welcome to Tales of the Texas Rangers from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The National Broadcasting Company presents Joel McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. Tonight transcribed from Hollywood, another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Case for tonight Christmas present. 2 p.m. December
0: 21st, four days before Christmas in the Depression year of 1931. On a city street corner in North Texas, a man dressed as Santa Claus suddenly leaves his post beside a large red pot labeled Help the Poor." Shivering with cold, he enters the newly opened building of the Panhandle Equity Bank and approaches the bank guard. Say, mister, you mind if I stay in here a few minutes, warm up a little? I sure don't. I've been watching you through the window. Don't know how you stood it as long as you did. Oh, this Santa Claus outfit's pretty warm at first, but then the cold sort of creeps in on you. How long they expect you to stand out in that? Oh, eight to two. Six hours, that's all. Well, it's uh, two o'clock right now. You can go home. Yeah, not till my relief man shows up, I can't. Can't leave till he gets here. Some money in the pot out there. Oh. Well, why don't you wait right in here till you see him? Well, I was hoping you'd say that, because I'm sure... Oh, there he is now. Just drove up in a car. Oh, you can't leave a car parked there in front of the bank. There's a time limit on parking. Well, I think he's just wondering why I'm not there. I better go out and... Oh, he sees me. He's coming in. Howdy. Howdy. was wondering when you get here. God let me come in and warm up. I hope your Santa Claus suit is warmer than his. We'll be closed up by the time you need warm up. I don't think
2: I'll get very cold. I've got a cool 45 in my pocket, pointing right for your belly. Now, don't move poor don't move, he said. Keep your hand away from your gun. You, you, you guys are pulling
0: the stick up. No kidding. You figured that all out by yourself, stupid? Let's make it a nice, quiet stick up, huh? Just walk to the rear of the bank with us. Take us through the door to the money in the vault. Now, go on. You, you'll never get away with this. You're just trying to track any attention. You'll never live to know whether we're doing that. All right. Open that door. The, the girl by the desk has to open it. It's button control. Why, tell her you won't end. Uh, hey, Miss Miss Keene.
2: I'm sorry, Mr. Lovett. Your Santa Claus friends coming in with you? Yeah. We're so busy, I didn't even notice it. Something wrong, Mr. Lovett? You look kind of sick. You'd be more than sick if you let out one. They've got guns in their pockets, Miss King. Watch your mouth, sister. Nobody else can see us now. Take his gun. I've got it. Now, sister, whether he's loses or not is up to you, understand? What do you want me to do? Open the keys of those money trays. Get to it. All right. You got the sack. Tell her what to put in it. Stuff it in your jacket when you're through. All right. And remember, sis. One of and this joke gets it. All right, all right. Go on. Come on, I'll stuff it in the sack.
0: What are you going to do go when you leave?
2: Come on, fast. What do you mean? We
0: we'll, won't we'll, we'll give you a chance to get away. I,
2: uh, I mean, we won't we'll, we'll yell or anything until you're gone. Honest. Well, oh, yeah, that's real nice of you. Maybe you ought to be wearing the Santa Claus suit instead of me. You think I'm going to fall for a... Hurry up, William. One of the bank executives is heading back here.
0: Oh, all right, all right. I'm almost through. As soon as I get it in my... Bag. Hey, what are you doing back here, Lovett? Why aren't you out front? Uh, these Santa Claus fellas, Mr. Peabody, just wanted to... Well, what's the other one doing in the mall there? The
2: scheme what oh! You can answer this question later. When and if he comes to. And congratulations on your self-control. You'll have to get medals for saving your own lives. All right,
0: all right, let's go. I got it. All you. right.
2: Let's leave these people the quiet.
0: Wait. Oh! A statewide alarm was put out to all law enforcement agencies in a matter of minutes, but the perpetrators of the Santa Claus stick-up had vanished. Texas Ranger Jace Pearson, closest unit to the scene of the crime, was requested to investigate. The chief police gave me the general details. I'd like to get your story firsthand. Well, I... I saw the guard take them through there, Ranger, and I... I went back to see why he was
2: leaving his post on the bank floor, and that, that's when I got hit.
0: you have any idea how big they were? No, I don't. I was too excited. I see. What's your name? Leon Peabody. I'm second vice president. Well, how about the girl, Miss Keene, and the guard, Lovett? Both of them were knocked out, too. Miss Keene finally came to and we
2: sent her home, but they took Lovett to the hospital. He, he wasn't in good shape.
0: Skull fracture? They don't know. Oh, how come you stayed around? That's a nasty bump you've got.
2: <laughs> I feel it, too. Plenty. Ooh. But uh, I knew the police would need
0: whatever information there is, so I stayed. Yeah, you better sit down. Oh, thanks. You think you could recognize either of the holdup men? Dressed yeah. the way they were? I'm afraid not. It's a cinch they chucked those Santa Claus suits right after they left here. I hope they left a few fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Both of them were, were wearing gloves. Mm. You get a tally on how much they made off with. We're running a tape on it. We'll know in a couple of minutes. Mm The men who pulled this job worked pretty smoothly. They seemed to know the setup behind the partitions there. Have any of your employees ever been in any trouble? Mm, Those men weren't employees of the bank. No, No, they weren't. But somebody inside could have supplied them with your new layout. Help them plan the job. Well, sir, all of our employees have been with us for at least a year, and we haven't taken on any new ones since we moved over here two months ago. Mm -hmm.
2: Mr. Peabody. Uh, Oh, yes, Donnelly. Is that the rundown? Yes, sir. 63,800. And we've got serial numbers on some of the larger bills. Good.
0: That'll help if they try to pass any. I'll take a copy of that list. Police can alert the other banks and merchants. We'll get numbers out on the statewide and interstate.
2: We may run down some more serial numbers when we cross-check your
0: That'll be fine. I think you ought to go home now, Mr. Peabody. We can reach you there if you're needed. Oh, uh, thank you. I guess I shouldn't even think about myself, though. I'm a bachelor, but the God love it. He's got a wife and three children. Yeah. Could be a rotten Christmas present for them if, if he doesn't pull through. He was in a state of shock and hysteria. By nightfall, all possible angles had been checked and we still didn't have a lead. My boss, Ranger Captain Stinson, flew in and I met him at the airport and drove into town. You talked to all the welfare agencies that have Santa Clauses stationed on the streets? Yeah, and every man they have checked out clean. It was a phony setup, Captain, even though one of the bandits spent the whole day right out in the corner outside the bank. Well, that was smart. The bank guard used to see him. Yeah, City police are checking to see if they can find out where the suits came from and who got them. Good idea. How's the bank guard doing? Love it. I checked the hospital. He's still out. No fracture, but they can't bring him around. He may have...
2: KTXA to Unit 10.
0: That's yours, Jason. Yeah. Unit 10. Go ahead, KTXA. seating there immediately.
1: 10-4.
0: Unit 10, clear.
1: ADXA, Austin.
0: We better get there fast. This may be the break we need. Here it is, Rangers, abandoned in the alley. Prowl cars spotted it and checked the license on the stolen car list. When was it reported stolen, Chief? Earlier this morning, but the owner says it might have been missing since yesterday. He's been away. You check on him? Yep, he's clear. That's where he said he was. What makes you fellas think this is the car? Found this on the floor, under the seat. Big red button. Hmm. Off a Santa suit, all right. I'm going to climb in behind the wheel for a second. Ask one of the men in the prowl car to flash his light this way. Sure. Let's have a spotlight here, will you, boys? Okay, Chief. Okay. That do, Ranger? Yeah, that's fine. Have any of your men moved this rear vision mirror, Chief? Nope. How about this front seat? You slide it back to get that button you found? No, just saw it under there and reached in and got it. What are you trying to figure, Jace? The last fellow who drove this car was pretty big, about an inch or inch and a half taller than I am. What makes you think so? Because the seat's all the way back where it would be for a tall driver. And I have to raise myself a bit to get a clear view through the rear-vision mirror. Hey, that's good thinking, Harris. Yeah, but maybe he didn't touch anything. Maybe he left the car just like it was when he stole it. I'll give odds against that. man who's getting away from a bank stick-up wants to know what's coming behind him. (laughs) Out of the city had been under watch since the report of the robbery, so the men we were after figured to be close by. But all we knew was that one of them was about six foot three. In the morning, we made a routine check with police headquarters. Good morning, Rangers. Good morning, Chief. Morning, Chief. your men come across anything? I'm just going to check through this report. It tells us the location is just about every Santa Claus suit in town. All of them belong to organizations using for their Christmas parties. Was once in a while, they let some private individual bomb for a kid party or something, as if they put up deposit money. You got a list of the places that have loaned suits out, and who got them? That top paper. I was just starting to check it. You can look if you like. Thanks. It's like we might be adding a murder charge to the armed robbery, Captain. But, bank God, dead? Not yet, but it looks bad. They're operating for a blood clot on the brain. He's. Uh... So, wait a minute. What is it, Jase? We've got a boy to talk to. Look at this list. Two suits borrowed from two different organizations, but both borrowed by the same man. Anthony Ross, 124 Petagrosa Street. Say, that's worth looking into, Jace. Come on. Let's pick him up.
1: You are listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. We continue now with tonight's case, Christmas Present, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers.
0: 4 Pedagrosa Street turned out to be a run-down shack on the outskirts of town. A small boy and girl, not dressed well enough against the cold, stopped playing with a mongrel dog as we drove up. They stared at us while we went up the rickety porch, the dog barking at our heels. It's all right, boy. It's all right. Take it easy. Good, well, There's a good... Yeah? What? Oh, Texas Rangers. You Anthony Ross?
1: Yeah. We'd like to come in.
0: Oh sure, Annie. You and Jim take the dog in the back of the house and stay there.
1: Look at those suit boxes,
0: Jason. And yeah, see them. What do you want to see me about? We can start with those boxes on the table. What's in them? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Just just a couple of packages. That's all. They they ain't mine.
1: You better open them up, Jess. Yeah.
0: No no no. Wait a minute. I, I I tell you, they ain't mine. You got no right to This search
1: warrant says we have.
0: Now look, now the, those things ain't stolen. They were rented. A mm-hmm. couple of Santa suits, all right, Captain. And look, a button missing from the jacket of this one. I, I, I don't know what this is all about. Why, why are you? Maybe we can refresh your memory. The guard you slugged at the Panhandle Equity Bank isn't expected to live. What? Who was wearing the other suit, Ross? Who was your partner? What are you guys doing to me? I I, I don't know what you're talking about. We're talking about the $63,000 stick-up you and somebody else pulled yesterday. And since you're about 5'10", I can tell you that your partner's about 6'3". Rangers, you're making a mistake. I I, I don't even know anything about a holdup. The button missing from this suit was found in your getaway car, the one your partner drove. It wasn't me. I I tell you, I I didn't even know what kind of costumes were in them boxes. They ain't mine. And where'd you get them? Uh, I I picked them up at a a couple of places yesterday morning. You say you picked them up, and you're trying to tell us you don't know what's in the boxes. I picked him up for somebody else. They were rented out in your name. The woman ordered him in my name. What woman? The one who hired me to pick him up. That's a pretty phony story, Ross. Who was this woman you're talking about? What's her name? I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't even know. You better come with us, Ross. No, no, no. no. no you you got to listen to me. Please, please listen. You've you got to believe me. I, I, I was in town early yesterday morning. She, she come right up to me on the street. I, I was put, pulling my, my kid's old wagon along trying to find some junk on my cell. You sure you don't want to think this story over before you go any further? She, she, she asked me if I wanted to earn a dollar running a couple of errands. I said, sure. A, a buck could give my kids a meal for a change. She asked me my name and address and I told her. And then, then she told me to wait while, while she went into a booth and made some phone calls. When she came out, she sent me to two different clubs, told me there'd be costumes and packages. She had them left in my name to, to avoid confusion, she said. You didn't think that was funny? M- Mister, all I could think about was earning that dollar. she she give me money, deposit money for the costumes, and, and told me to come back and meet her with the stuff on that same corner. Where were you at 2 o'clock
1: yesterday afternoon? Uh,
0: uh. I, I was looking around for a junk again for a couple hours after I delivered the packages, and, and I, I guess at, at 2 o'clock, I, I was walking back home from town. It a long walk to here in this weather. Cost of a bus ride will buy a loaf of bread for the kids you saw outside, is that a crime? What's it to you if I walk my feet off to feed my kids? All right, Ross, that was a nice act, but there's a big hole in it. You say you delivered the Santa Claus suits to a woman you didn't know. But you still got them. Yeah, I got them. They're going to mean a good Christmas. Uh, You're not going to believe what I tell you. The woman came here last night, drove up in a car, woke me up. She she, she said she was leaving town in a hurry. It didn't have time to take the costumes back herself. And uh, and if I take them back, I, I, I could keep the deposits. Fifteen dollars each. Yeah, but you're not going to believe that, are you? You better get your coat. Will, will you? Will you give me a chance to ask one of the neighbors to watch out for my kids? I'm afraid you'll be gone too long for that. I'm sorry, but we'll have to take him into the juvenile home. Oh. I guess I guess they'll get better care there than I've been able to give. Uh, w- w- will you will you give me a chance to ask one of the neighbors to watch out for my kids? I'm afraid you'll be gone too long for that. I'm sorry, but we'll have to take him into the juvenile home. Oh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they'll get better care there than I've been able to give. I'll get my coat. Now, Ross, you been doing any painting around here? Painting? This place looked like it ever saw paint. Put me jazz there, I just noticed this inside the leg of this Santa Claus suit. Paint blob. Looks fresh. Well, how come it's inside the leg, not outside? I don't know. That's something we'll have to figure. This is the large size suit. Must have been worn by the big boy we're looking for. <laughs> the captain and I did a job we hated. Dropping the Ross kids off at the juvenile home. Sometimes it's the only thing to do. They cried for their father. Always make something inside you cry a little with him. We took Ross to the jail and locked him up. Well, that seems to be it, Rangers. By the time he comes up for trial, he should be ready to name his accomplice. That is, if we don't find him before then. I'd go along with that, Chief, if we'd found any money on him, or in the house, even a few dollars. Uh-huh. Kids got under your skin, huh, not you? They got under yours too, Captain. You know it. Yeah, but we gotta remember that bank guard has kids too. You got any late reports on him from the hospital? Man stationed there says the operation is over. Don't know how it's gonna come out yet, though. You might as well go over there and check with the doctors, Jeeves. I gotta get back to company headquarters. Do me a favor, then. You're heading toward Austin. Take the Santa outfits with you and have them sent on to the lab. Get an analysis of that paint in the trousers. Maybe some traces in the boots, too. Well, how come the boots? They're made to go on over regular shoes. I figured that paint stain on the inside of the pants came from a blob of paint on the shoe of the man who put them on. I see. All right, Jace. You want to know the content of the paint and see if lab can run down the source, is that it? Yeah. You uh, working up to some kind of a lead? Maybe. A few things I'm trying to fit together. Maybe they won't fit. If they do, though... You will hear from me. I went over to the hospital and checked with the doctors. but The outcome was still in doubt. The guard's wife was there, face twisted with worry and fear. There was nothing I could do to help, so oh, I got some sleep. Then in the morning, I went back to see the police chief. I'm glad you dropped in. I just had a long-distance call from your lab headquarters at Austin. Report on that paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote it all down. Paint is manufactured right here in town. Brand name is Light Glow. Light Glow, huh? Mm-hmm. Can you get a list of local painting contractors who use it? Well, I reckon just about all of them do. It's good paint, and this wouldn't hardly be Texas if we didn't deal with a local outfit, would it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Thanks a lot. I'll see you later. Where are you going? Over to the Panhandle Equity Bank, Mr. Peabody. Do you know who painted this bank before you opened? Well, the, the contract for the building included the painting. I guess that was done on a subcontract. Can you find out from the contractor? Sure, but you mind my asking why? I told you the day of the robbery. Everything was too well planned. Like the men who did it knew the inside of the bank. As yes, I remember you saying that. You think the painters may have... Uh, that's what I think. But uh, why not some of the construction men? I've got a reason for being interested in painters. Check it for me, will you? He checked. The contractor gave the name of the painters. Two men, Eddie West and Martin Poggin. They'd been working the day of the robbery, he said, at a house on the north side of town. I went out to the house to see the owner. Well, yes, Ranger. They worked here all day that day. I remember we heard the report of the robbery on the radio. They were both here all day? Yes. Didn't even go out to eat? Had their lunches with them. Hmm, kind of smelly when the house gets painted. Most women usually get out of the way. I wanted to watch them, so I was here every minute to see they didn't get sloppy. I like things neat. I see. Well, thanks, ma'am. I'm sorry I bothered you. Uh...
2: Why are you asking about him, Ranger?
0: Nothing important. Not as long as you say that we're here. Goodbye, ma'am. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, same to
2: you, Ranger. Merry Christmas.
0: She was the alibi for Eddie West and Martin Poggin, but she was too nervous about answering a few simple questions. Nervous enough to make me wonder. I went back to the jail, got Anthony Ross out of my custody, and drove him to the north side of town. get out, Ross. We're going in here for a minute. Why? What are you trying to frame now? I just want you to meet somebody.
2: Well, back again, Ranger.
0: I thought we'd... That, that's her. Ranger, that's the woman. Who is with... he?
2: Who is this man?
0: You ought to remember me, lady. My kids are in juvenile home on account of you, and I've been in jail. I
2: never saw you before in my whole life. Tell him the
0: truth. Tell him before. Hold it, Ross. Take him away from here.
2: Go away, both of
0: you. Ranger, I got those costumes for her. For her. You're
2: a liar. A liar. That
0: word fits somebody, all right. Can I come in and have a look around, ma'am?
2: What for? What do you want?
0: I want to check over the painting job to see if it's just new painting or if there's some new plaster under it someplace. You
1: can't come in. You have no right.
0: Boys, your alibi on for must have come back here after they cracked the bank, because you must have picked them up in your car after they ditched the one they're using.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Wouldn't carry the money on them. Did they cover it up here, safe under fresh plaster and paint until it cools off? No, out? no. I can call for a search warrant and wait till a crew comes and tears this place apart. It will go better for you if you don't try to cover. The
2: money isn't here.
0: Well, come on, come on. Where is it?
2: It's it's here, all right. In that
0: wall. Behind the picture. Come on, Ross. Which one's your boyfriend? Hogan or West?
2: Eddie. West. He said we'd get married. Go to Europe next
0: year. You'll all go someplace next year, but it won't be Europe. West about six foot three?
2: Yes. How did you know?
0: I got an early Christmas present. Somebody sent me a crystal ball. So as I call the police and dig out that bank money, you're coming with us, Ranger. Uh, I'm clear now, ain't I? Looks that way, Ross. But you'll have to go back to jail for a while and be checked out by the local police. That won't take any longer than it'll take me to pick up Eddie West and Martin Poggin. <laughs> I made my call, then took West's girlfriend and Anthony Ross back to jail. Poggin and West were playing it smart. Working right up to Christmas Eve like a couple of house painters would be doing. I found out where they were working, a loft of a warehouse. Local police covered the building while I went in. Eddie, who's that? Who okay. Probably the watchman.
2: Watch out for those paint cans. Don't
0: worry, I see them. That ain't the watchman's voice, Eddie.
1: Come
2: out of the shadows where we can see
0: you. I'm coming. But seeing me isn't going to make you happy. Eddie, Eddie,
2: it's a Texas Ranger. Shut up, Hogan. I, I got my gun. Howdy, Ranger. Something you want?
0: Yeah. I want the two men who robbed the Panhandle Equity Bank. Eddie. up.
2: What would we know about that, Ranger?
0: Come down off that scaffold and I'll tell you.
2: Okay. Marty, lower way.
0: Too bad you aren't working at a place with a phone. Your girlfriend could
2: have warned you earlier. He, he I'll get him. Keep your hands away. <laughs> I'm, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm bleeding.
0: I just nicked you when you tried to dig for that gun in your pocket. You're not hurt.
2: We didn't do nothing, Ranger.
0: Somebody should have told you that the real Santa Claus gives. He doesn't take. Get up and try this present I've got for you. A pair of handcuffs. Well, that winds it up for sure, Ranger. Didn't turn out too bad, either. Just heard from the hospital. Guard past the crisis. He's going to be all right. You couldn't have better news, Chief. Just in time, too. It's getting dark. Christmas Eve. You let Anthony Ross go? <clears throat> about ten minutes ago. He didn't seem too happy, though, like, just like he didn't care. What with his kids in the juvenile home and everything, Judge mightn't even release him if he can't care for them. Mm. Ross didn't have a dime, not even bus fare. It'd take him a couple hours to walk home. Oh, why didn't I think? Well, maybe it's just as well that way. Let me call the judge and Mr. Peabody, the bank vice president. Mm-hmm. Stores well, will be open late, won't they? Sure, sure. Why? It'll take Ross a long time to get to his house. Maybe we can get some of your boys to help us and change his mind about Christmas. There's Ross. You hear him coming up the walk now? Mm-hmm. coming slow. His tail is drained. Yeah. Not that I blame him. Are the kids asleep? <laughs> yep. Yeah. All bundled up in their new blankets. Shh. They're the, the power at the Panhandle Equity Bank. Just go in and see Mr. Peabody after the holiday. Meanwhile, he sent you a little cash in this envelope. <laughs> sort of a Christmas yeah, bonus, yeah. just like the rest the employees yeah. get. Well, we have to be going. Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas, Ross. <laughs> Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas. And God bless you. God bless you. On behalf of all of us on Tales of the Texas Rangers, this is Joel McCrae wishing you a very
1: Merry Christmas. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. is currently seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production Frenchie. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Shepard Menken, Jim Nusser, Virginia Gregg, Victor Rodman, and Byron Kane. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. This is Hal Gibney speaking. <laughs>
0: chimes mean good times on NBC. Monday means music on NBC, and for your Christmas night listening pleasure tomorrow, the voice of Firestone presents soprano Eleanor Steber in a thrilling selection of Christmas melodies. Next, Jack Parr calls a Marine veteran in Japan on NBC. (laughs)